Hi everyone, welcome to episode 2. I am so excited, I haven't stopped smiling since I recorded episode 1. I'm guessing those of you that listened enjoyed episode 1 and decided to come back for more, so that's a positive. I must warn you, our full household has had a virus except for me, so you'll maybe notice that I sound a little bit nasally. I have been trying to avoid it like the plague, but I can feel it working over me, so I do apologise if I don't sound as clear this week. Um, although I'm hoping it's not as noticeable to you as it's noticeable to me. Anyway, last episode was really just an introduction and I thought I kind of needed to fill you in on some of my life experiences to make it easier to understand me and how I started this podcast. So I do hope I didn't bore you to tears. I had to fill you in as much as possible without boring you to death, which isn't really an easy task when you're having a one-way conversation and it's all about yourself. Although sometimes I do like talking about myself, so here we are. This episode should be a little bit more uplifting and I hope that you can take something useful from it. I discussed last episode adverse experiences growing up, which I had mentioned and explained how these had an effect on my behaviours, my mental health and my mindset in general. And as I became more self-aware of my behaviours and the kind of life that I was attracting and the people in it as well, I realised that I had a thing called limiting beliefs. I realised this because I read about limiting beliefs and I did some research following discovering manifestation. A limiting belief is a state of mind or a belief about yourself that restricts you in some sort of way. These beliefs are often false accusations that you make about yourself and that can cause a number of negative results. We all have limiting beliefs but some of us have more than others and the best way for me to describe this and how I worked it out for myself was... Well, with ADHD, I like to learn by thinking of physical people or things. I I have quite a picture, sort of memory in mind that works like I need to write it out or I need to imagine it in real life form to to learn about it. I'll I'll try and and describe this the way that it's easier for me. So let's think of famous billionaires on the telly or Instagram. We've all seen them posting photos, luxurious lifestyles. They've got the cars, the holidays, the clothes, the jewellery, everything that you could want. And your billionaires, what they'll have is that they'll have very, very few limiting beliefs because they have actually manifested and made pretty much all of their desires a reality. Therefore, they see no limits and they have no major obstacles to get to where they want to be. And they've got this attitude where if they want it, they'll get it. And that is really all that separates us, like us average Joes, from the likes of Bill Gates and for talking sake, the Kardashians. This comes hand in hand with the same type of people that you may call lucky. These are people who have a higher vibration and more positive attitude when it comes to applying for things or like entering competitions. They see opportunities that less fortunate people or if you like, unlucky people see. For example, a lucky person or a successful person will not be put off by a challenge. They don't see themselves as less likely to achieve a goal or a financial gain. And that's down to them thinking highly about themselves, more optimistic. There's an arrogance about them, confidence to put themselves out there and approach opportunities that the unlucky person would avoid. So for another example, a job opportunity comes out. You've got your lucky person. And your lucky person applies for it with confidence. And that confidence shows through their application or their interview 
And then they may or may not get the job, but they'll keep applying until they do. It won't. You, you'll find with these people that when they don't succeed the first time, they don't really see it as a major setback. Yeah, it's a bit annoying, but they tend to strive even harder the next time. The unlucky person that that would typically that person would typically display a lack in confidence, a victim mentality, which completely takes away their power to control any situation and a whole bundle of missed opportunities. And these missed opportunities, they allowed to escape because they didn't think that they would succeed anyway. Your typical unlucky person does not apply for the same job that the lucky person applies for. And that's because they tell themselves all the reasons not to. There's too many applicants. A person they know is more qualified and they're applying for it. They don't have the time, etc. They're intimidated by the job role in general. So, therefore, they miss out the opportunity and the odds are completely stacked against them before they even try. And that's normally why that person becomes unlucky. Now, this doesn't mean that our lucky person hasn't ever failed or not achieved something. However, they have treated those situations as educational and used them to their benefit rather than a setback. These kind of failures did not limit their beliefs in themselves. Therefore, they kept seeing opportunities arise in front of them. I know what you're thinking though. The Kardashians had a platform to start on. Some people are born into money, therefore can only make more. So what about the people in poverty? Well, that's all extremely true, but what I'm not saying is is that someone who lives in the street has the same chances of being a billionaire as someone who's already on their way to making millions. And the point that I'm trying to make is that the people with their head, the head start in life, they've got less limiting beliefs that are holding them back for, from achieving more. So I'm going to take one of my personal examples again, which I actually did use. I know it's not because I love talking about myself, but it just makes it a lot easier for you to associate this with. So when I was working on eliminating my own limiting beliefs, I looked into my first limiting belief, which was I'm not going to earn a certain salary. I put that off because I had bad behaviour in school and that obviously it was now known as undiagnosed ADHD and other adverse childhood experiences. It led to a low self-esteem. I made no attempt to get myself to university. My confidence was low. I had zero belief in myself and my future. And I think, like most kids, I also thought that I had all the time in the world. And in some sense, you do, and I, and I regret not give, allowing myself that time, but I almost kind of thought that this year or my teenage years are going to last forever, so I didn't really need to apply myself. I never thought that in five years' time I'm going to have a child that depends on me. Um... My limited, my limiting belief carried on when I applied for jobs. So when I'd left education and I was applying for jobs, I had this mentality that you won't get a good job or salary without a uni degree. So I thought this because I was told this repeatedly through school. I was told this by my parents. I was told this by my grandparents. It was embedded into our brains in school. It was embedded into our like chat in school even when you approached fifth and sixth year all anyone was talking about was going to university so it was completely drilled into us and when I saw my friends take off for university I just accepted that there was no time left or hope the jobs I went for were all call centre based that required minimal qualification and it was seen to me as easy money but for the record and any call centre staff listening, it was a very difficult job at times and it does take a strong determined individual to stick that out. 
but I did believe that my salary would realistically look like 22 grand a year tops. Therefore, the only jobs I could get at that salary were call centre based or something similar. I didn't even look at jobs higher than that. Therefore, I lost out. It took me until I was a new mum and I knew that I had to motivate myself higher where I applied for the civil servant job that I'm currently working in. I met with people that I'd already known in that job and I took notes from them. I organised myself a tour of the building that I would be working in if I was successful and I really imagined myself in that role and acted like I already had it. Back then I didn't know that that was actually manifesting, I just knew that I had to encourage the outcome. I got the job and nine years later I'm on 15 grand higher than my starting salary and I'd been promoted. My limiting belief, the original limiting belief of my salary not being above 22 grand a year, that's changed now because I've actually achieved higher than that and I've achieved higher over time. So now I do, my brain can connect me to higher again. I'm open to all possibilities of income and trust the universe entirely. And since changing this mindset, I have actually seen other opportunities. So this this podcast, to be precise, I've never put myself out there before. And it was always in fear of what might be said about me and what people might think. But now I'm actually at a point comfortably in my life where negative opinions and comments really, they don't pay my bills. They don't make me happy. They really don't serve me a purpose. So I do not take any notice and I'm much happier for it. And I think once you do that, you start to shift your limiting beliefs. Your brain, your mindset changes. You connect differently to different things. And from what I'm trying to explain is that when you care less about people that don't serve purpose in your life and you care only for your immediate circle and your your household, you see other opportunities differently. You're not afraid to put yourself out there and do what it takes to make that money or um, to be happier, just even just be happier in general. So how did I tackle the limiting beliefs? And the only way for me to overcome anything, any belief, limiting belief, sorry, is for me to write that down because as I explained earlier, I'm quite a... Um, I'm quite a, a, I need something in physical form to learn. Uh, it's difficult for me to try and explain this, but I tend to learn better. See, if I'm reading something, I, I have to sometimes write it out after for it to go into my head. That's just the way it works. So I like to write down my limiting belief. And when I write it down, I explain what the belief is and where it's come from. And that way I can see it clearly on paper. And having it on paper, that carries intention. You're intending to fix this this problem that you've got. An intention to face it head on. And when you see this negativity right in front of you, it's quite unsettling to see yourself handwrite such low quality thoughts about yourself. When I was doing it, I, it actually made me quite sad. I felt quite emotional. I realised, like, you've really not thought very highly of yourself over the years. And it's quite upsetting because how would you feel if that was your family member thinking of you like that or your friend? It it would break your heart. So why is it any different if that's what you think about yourself? I then decided to note down what evidence that I had that this belief or beliefs are in fact not true. So 
so with the university degree not being able to earn over a salary the evidence that I have is that well I don't have a university degree and I have earned higher than that salary and I have been more successful quite significantly more successful than what my original belief was I then like to write down after the evidence that I now know this belief is not true and I'm ready to release that from myself to further this you can then practice EFT tapping to help, which I actually find easier on YouTube. There's a lot of guided EFT tapping sessions. You do feel mental. I did mention it in the last episode. You feel absolutely fucking stupid. But once you let go of that stupidity, um, you you do you, it does it works for me. It I know it works for so many others, and I would urge anyone to try it. So you can just find them for free on YouTube. I don't really feel like I'm at a confident point where I can put a YouTube video up of me doing it, but, you know, they, we'll see. While I was setting up this Instagram page in preparation for the podcast, the algorithm on my page changed from my personal Instagram page, and that's because of what, all the things that I was posting about positivity and manifestation and all like you know positive mindset so my algorithm on that page was purely based on manifestation and all things related and a video came up and it was Jim Carrey who's a huge believer in manifestation and he talks about it quite a lot and I found it really interesting for this subject and Jim Carrey said I have an insane belief in my own ability to manifest things I think it's ultimately complete sanity And I believe that we're creators and we create every thought and every word. Every moment is pregnant with the next moment in your life. We all start out with some false belief about ourselves, with some untrue thing that we believe walking through our lives. I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm going to fail. Whatever your mistaken belief is about yourself, you form a personality around it. And I find this really, really fitting for the topic of limiting beliefs because it's so true. When you have this limiting belief about yourself, you prevent other opportunities around you. You close yourself off from them and you put yourself on a really, really low level of respect for anyone else and how they treat you and see you as well. And I can guarantee that every single person on here listening has limiting beliefs about themselves or what they are capable of because it is only natural and everybody still is going to have limiting beliefs. But what I would say is, what have you got to lose by taking the steps that I've mentioned and seeing how that works out instead of... Because settling for failure or lack of motivation, it's not been working out for you. Write your limiting beliefs out. Write why you have them and where they've came from. Write what evidence that you have to support that these are not true. And then let them go. Start visualising yourself in the position that you want to be in. Start acting like you're already there, living the life and taking care of yourself to a higher standard and I can honestly guarantee the outcomes are phenomenal. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to tune in again next week where I'll be discussing imposter syndrome. Not disgusting, sorry, discussing imposter syndrome. And I know that sounds very mysterious, but it's not. And please remember to follow on the Instagram page at the Lucky Girl Club 1111. Send me some feedback or let me know how you get on. Bye for now.